I'm Hannah. And I'm Celine. And welcome back to an educational episode at the We, we Are, Are Podcast. Podcast. Yay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, okay. So, today we're talking about kind of something that's relevant, mm-hmm. like very relevant. Yeah, so it's actually, so this was actually our debate topic for our past two tournaments. We know a lot about it. You know, we've had to do a lot of research on it. Um, It's about the resolution, which is like kind of what it's about, is whether or not Turkey is beneficial to NATO. So, what is NATO? Right, so NATO is the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, mm-hmm. and it was created after World War II as a treaty between thirty-ish countries. Um, and it essentially was to stop the spread of Eastern European like communism into Western Europe and like democracy. And it basically just wanted to prevent like Nazism, communism, and like the Soviet <clears throat> Union, which is like a huge communist organization, from expanding. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it provides like a lot of military support to each of its members. It helps deter conflicts, terrorism, promotes democracy. And it is just like a really, really big <clears throat> group. And it is one of the main like deterrers of Russia. And as we've talked about on our news update this Monday, Russia has invaded Ukraine. And I think NATO mm-hmm. will be like the primary mm-hmm. support in helping stop Russia from spreading further. Yes, exactly. What is communism, by the way? Okay, so communism is like a system of like kind of like a social system, I guess you could say. It's not like a government system, but it's basically where you have like everyone is like equal, like everything is like commonly shared, like everything is communal, like food and all this stuff. So like normally like we have capitalism in America. So like say a doctor would get paid more than like a grocery store worker, right? Because the harder you work, the more work you do, the more you get paid. Whereas communism is more like everything is like equally shared between and distributed between everyone. It was kind of created, like it sounds great at first, like every when it gets equal things but realistically that doesn't make sense because not everyone you know it's hard to distribute those resources and also not everyone should get all the yeah. things you know and i just want to make like a small adjustment <clears throat> to what you said like yeah. um you said that like people who work harder get paid more but that's not necessarily yeah true. not i not that i just meant like, like the more weight your job has like the more prestigious your job is yeah then- the more weight society puts on your job i guess like certain jobs have more weight than others because obviously like teachers should be paid more stuff like that so i'm not saying yeah like, they don't work as, as hard. for as hard as you work more like for society's view of your job yeah. i guess kind of like you know t- and capitalism like also allows for like a free market economy which is basically where trade <clears throat> across countries and like across people is mostly free like you have access to everything right another thing with communism is they tend to like have governments where People really hate opposition, meaning that, like, the mm-hmm. party in power wants there to be the only party that's in power. Yeah. Like, in the U.S., we have Republicans and Democrats, mm-hmm. and they're fairly even. But in a communist country, there's one party, and that party's the only party. Pretty much. Right, right. And if any opposition comes up, then they get mysteriously thrown out of view. Killed. So. but anyways you know a lot of people are like scared of communism spreading because they don't want a lot of countries to be communist which is why nato was kind of created to like stop the soviet union to block communism from spreading so that's kind of all about turkey and or sorry that's more about nato so let's talk about like turkey so turkey is um they joined nato in 1950 
two or four? I think it's two. 1952. Okay. Or one, maybe. I know it's No, I think it's two or four. Wait, let me Google this. I feel like it's 1952. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so Turkey is like this nation. It was um, there when it... Yeah, 1952. Yeah, they joined in 1952. So basically, the reason they joined was kind of like... NATO actually wanted Turkey to not like ally with Russia, kind of. Like, they wanted to like keep Turkey on their side, Mm -hmm. like on the good side. So that's kind of why Turkey joined. And Turkey also joined at the same time as like Greece and like some other countries. And it also like provides Turkey and like other countries with a lot of protection and benefits from the other members. Right, but... What we're talking about is more about whether Turkey is beneficial to NATO. Like, NATO is definitely beneficial to Turkey just because it, like, prevents them from, like, a lot of different things and, like, kind of keeps them secure. But, like, is Turkey beneficial to NATO? Because they're yeah, does definitely... Yeah, the cost? There are definitely two sides to that. All right. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's start off with the affirmative, meaning that, like, Turkey is beneficial to Right, Canada. right. So there's three main points that I think, like, are most important. Um, I feel like the <clears throat> main one was, like, it is has a very good location to do a lot of military things and by right. this i mean turkey is located in between like the like the black and agency so mm-hmm. it has a lot of access to trade like centers right which is really important because an economy is a huge part of like fueling a nation's government and like as for nato as well so like having access to those seas and having control over like those trading posts as well as like being able to control who gets to pass through the like the seas and who gets to pass through those like passages is really important because if they didn't have control over those like passages then places like russia could be would be it would be much easier for them to gain power um overseas um, right because it would allow them like to not have all these restrictions upon them so that's really important Mm -hmm. um and because of this it like deters russia and essentially that means Mm -hmm. that like because it has so much control over like the strategic location Mm -hmm. it allows nato to funnel troops into strategic locations to prevent russia right so like the u.s has like the largest military in nato so the u.s can position like their soldiers in certain areas because turkey has access to those areas exactly and because they're allies, they kind of have to let each other go in. Yeah, right. I mean, obviously, they have disagreements, the Turkey Turkey and the U.S., which yes. we will talk about on the negative side. There are definitely some, there's a huge S-400 thing, which we'll talk yeah. about. But, um, yeah, so basically, the first main point is just, like, location, which is especially key in, like, deterring Russia from, like, expanding more and stuff like that. Just, like, in wars, too, their location is really important. Yeah, and I would also like to highlight the fact that, um... It not only like with <clears throat> Russia, but their strategic location also helps like deter terrorism because they have like mm. a lot of access to like Middle Eastern countries in which um, terrorism is like used as like it's like the home for terrorism, like a mm-hmm. hub and like mm-hmm. places like Afghanistan where like Taliban are president. It allows for the U.S. and other members of NATO to be able to funnel their troops in those areas and prevent further conflict, as well as like sort of help deter ISIS, such as the Islamic mm-hmm. State, a terrorist organization, and Al Qaeda. So like, yeah, stuff. exactly. Okay, so the second like main point we had was kind of like t- Turkey has been like an asset because of like their military, and um they've taken a lot of refugees too. So basically. Um, Turkey actually has the second largest military in NATO, which obviously is important because NATO is like a military organization and they want to like have all these military benefits and like be secure. So, of course, Turkey is helping them like they helped a lot, like for the example, during like the Cold War, they had the second largest army, which is incredible incredibly important they also contribute a lot militarily they have a lot of like nuclear bases too and there are like a lot of bases in turkey that like the u.s uses 
there was one like the incorrect bait or it starts with an i i I don't remember but anyways yeah so they have a lot of that type of stuff and then they also have supported they have the largest population of refugees in the entire world which is like pretty big you know that's kind of a big deal they've taken in a lot of like syrian refugees like especially like they've made all these programs for like syrian refugees who like need education um they've taken in refugees from u.s wars like all over the world there are just refugees living in turkey so they have supported that um and they've also helped like during a lot during the afghanistan crisis like at the kabul airport so they have like really just helped i feel like securing the alliance through military means and through like just supportive means i guess yeah and another thing i'd like to add like it kind of ties back to russia but like because of their like immense military like power and access um because russia invaded ukraine as we've seen Mm -hmm. um it their access to ukraine and their access to crimea and their access to all of that will help funnel troops in if necessary to combat russia in their invasion of ukraine so it will kind of like help further spread and further like take over other yeah and also they have something i would kind of like to add they have also helped ukraine a lot like they've given them like uavs and all this this different like technology which has helped like it may not be like stopping a crisis between russia and ukraine but it can be critical for helping ukraine like you know in the event of a war which is happening right now (laughs) so i guess we'll see how much they'll help you know um and like in case you didn't know uavs are like unmanned aerial technology i think that's what they're called Mm -hmm. but they basically are like drones that allow ukraine to like um predict what russia's gonna do because they like provide right. surveillance and sort of like they're like a spy you know they provide mm-hmm. surveillance for airstrikes and other military operations yeah. whether russia's making advantage so that's really useful. yeah so they are really important yeah okay so um and i'm just gonna quickly talk about like a little bit of the flip side mm-hmm. the refugee thing which they do right. have a lot of refugees but on the negative side the argument against that is that like the reason the refugees are there is because Turkey kind of prompted them to become Yeah, refugees. like, Turkey has intervened in the Syrian war, which has had some negative effects. Like, for example, they, like, attacked this group that was allied with the U.S. So, w- there is one argument you can make where, like, well, they're kind of the reason there are so many refugees in, in Syria. <laughs> um, and another thing, the Uyghur Muslims is yeah. very important. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, but we'll talk about, we talked about I just that. wanted to mention that, like, the argument is like they have so many refugees because they like without they Turkey, displaced those people. yeah they displaced them in the first place yeah because someone brought that up during a tournament and i was like yeah what? i think i used that too. yeah i was like okay yeah i mean yeah. again not all of the refugees are because no. of them but some of them are so. yeah so it's this whole debate is so two-sided like you can say one thing on one side and the opposite on the other side or like the same there's evidence. a lot of clash no, it's a lot of contradicting stuff anyways wait do you just want to go in the second half and we'll finish up later. yeah all right so um stay tuned bye back from the welcome back so now we're just gonna finish up the half side um then we're gonna go to the negative side and talk about some key points all right so ready for the last contention yes okay we call them contentions and debate it's basically just like a major point yeah but um our last thing is about how they have like stopped the threat of like domestic violence so the first thing is like terrorism they actually have helped a lot with like fighting isis like they have neutralized a ton of isis troops intercepted financial aid um they have fought against um isis on the front you know they have done a lot to like stop and deter terrorist groups but on the flip side they have financed and fueled terrorism a lot, which we talk about on the negative side, too. So it's kind of like a whole argument. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, 
know they've helped, but they've also fielded. it. So it's like, it's I don't confusing. know. It's confusing. But, you know, they have done a lot in the field of terrorism. Um, And then the second thing we talk about is kind of like, there's a lot of conflict within NATO. Like, Turkey fights with, like, Greece especially. Yeah. Like, they fight over, like, natural resources, land, like, all this different stuff. And they're, like, really on the brink of crisis. But one of the good things is that having Turkey and NATO kind of, like, allows NATO to, like, mediate the conflicts, I guess. So, like, NATO has, like, had all these methods that have been pretty successful. So, basically, like, if Turkey were not in NATO, Turkey and Greece could, like, go to war. And Which is be bad really for NATO bad. because NATO doesn't want people to have conflict, okay? Right, so NATO is benefiting. You can argue that NATO is benefiting from this because they're meeting, mediating a conflict. But then, of course, you could also argue that NATO isn't benefiting because Turkey is causing conflict within an alliance. So it's like, you know, again, right. it's like a two-sided thing. On that note, let's go to the next side. Yes. So, <clears throat> while I'm pulling it up, the next side is, I feel like the main argument for the next side is basically like the humanitarian. Human issues. rights. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, there's a lot of arguments for NEG, but I feel like the most strong one is the human rights violations, because they have done a lot of very questionable things. Very, very questionable. Oh, and I just, before, it, this wasn't, like, in one of our major points, but I just kind of want to talk about this, because I feel like it's important, the S-400 purchase. So, oh, basically, yeah. this was a missile system where, like, Turkey just bought this from Russia, and of course, as we talked about, Russia is, like, an enemy, a total enemy of nato so turkey's just like yeah we're gonna buy this missile system from you which like with missile systems that can compromise software that can lead to like sharing of information it's just not good that they purchase this missile system from an enemy so basically on the neg side you can be like well this really isn't good because they like literally are colluding with the enemy and like buying stuff with the enemy yeah and like it's so bad that the u.s literally like paced sanctions on them which Mm -hmm. are like economic like punishments Um, because of this, and U.S. Right, and they were warned so many times, like, Turkey, don't do this, please don't do this, and they're just like, that's fine, we're gonna go get stuff from Russia, which, you know, is not the smartest of things when you're in an alliance that, like, hates Russia. (laughs) But hey! But hey! (laughs) Anyways, okay. Um, and then another, okay, so the other thing is, like, that in history, like, Selena was talking about, they, like, went against the allies, which, like, buying things from enemies, but they've also kind of, like, like, Bet went against a lot of the goals of NATO, which mm-hmm. is like what we talk about. Um, basically, like they like kind of caused a bunch of wars. <laughs> Not caused, they instigated. Yeah. Like they made it worse. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things is like they like kind of um in the Syrian war and the Libyan war they have been like active, and we can talk about them more in depth. But you can just Google it. It's, it's like mm-hmm. basically essentially like in the Syrian war they kind of like very kind of fueled it in a sense because they sort of went against the kurdish people and there's like the kurdish people are like an ethnic group and they want to be independent from other countries but they're Mm. forced into like separate countries in a minority um so they like they can't inspire a rebellion and uh, they have a large kurdish population in turkey as well and like the turkey government has been really mean to these kurdish people so in terms of the syrian war um the turkey fears that the kurdish people like in the syrian war if they gain too much power then that would like tell the the kurdish people in turkey that it's okay to rebel so they kind of like went they were like we're not gonna tell the people that the kurdish people that it's okay to rebel so they like sort of you know they like launched a ground attack against them um, and a lot of other stuff (laughs) 
So, like, yeah, that that, that kind of sucks. Um, but. it just wasn't, and also this group was, like, allied with the U.S., and of course the U.S. is supposed to be allied with Turkey, so. Yeah. And they were also fighting, like, ISIS, too. So. And, like, human rights, like, they caused a lot of issues. They've oppressed people mm-hmm. in their country, oh, especially the Oh, let's talk the about the people. Uguyghur Muslims, I feel like. Yeah, that's and of... the Uyghur Muslims. Um, as for the Uyghur Muslims, basically, the Uyghur Muslims, like, they are in China, like, they're actually, like, proven to be, like, rounded up for genocide mm-hmm. um, because, like, to eradicate their culture. But basically, like, refugees that are in Turkey were actually proven to be deported back to China to make commit underclass genocide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, like, Turkey kind of just sent them back knowing they would be killed, and, like, it, it was it was a human rights violation, because they're just like, yeah, go back to your country where they're going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it just wasn't. Okay, you talk about third okay. contention. Please. All right, so third contention is all about, like, Turkey's kind of interpersonal conflict within NATO, yeah. which is, yeah. Just real fast. Um, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is, like, not so great for NATO in that way. Because, number one, like, Turkey is fighting with all their allies. Like, they're fighting with Tur- uh, with Greece, with France. Like, as I talked about, um, Turkey and Greece have been fighting over all these different things. And on top of this, they also, like, violated an arms embargo in, like, France. And they have done, like, a lot of things against France. So, basically, the thing is they're causing all this conflict with countries in an alliance. Like, when you think of an alliance, you think of all these countries who, like, support each other and are, like, friends and allies but when turkey's fighting with their allies that's not good for nato because that just causes unnecessary conflict you know and then there's also like all this stuff about how turkey has used like its veto power because it does have like veto power like in um the alliance to basically like block memberships to like water down like a condemnation of like um something in belarus there are just a lot of like i'm not going to get into everything because it would take a while but there are just a lot of things Turkey has done that hasn't been in the best interest of NATO. Like, they have a lot of clashing views with NATO, which can be bad. And they're also causing a lot of conflict with, like, their allies, which can also be bad, of course. Yeah. Um, but I think no. that wraps it up. Yeah, that's pretty much everything. So, if you want, like, if you ever want more, like, more in-depth of something, just let us know. Like, if you want, like, an analysis or something. Of Turkey. Human like, seriously, fashion. if you, like, do debate and you're like, can you make an analysis episode? That would be so fun. Because, like, you know, yeah, and I feel like there's so much about, like, the Kurdish people and, like, the Syrian thing that we didn't cover. And the so. PKK and the YPG. And, like, because, like, like, and we didn't cover a lot of, like, arguments against arguments and counter-arguments and rebuttals and stuff. So, if, if you ever want an episode about that, we'd be happy to. So yeah, but I feel like the debate's over so we're just gonna do a quick summary of it and yeah so like, just to you know like, just to give you a little bit of education yeah and even if you don't do debate it's just kind of prevalent especially with the russia and ukraine yeah. thing because turkey and the whole nato thing like i feel like that's just big now because like the thing um, with russia is like people are like well turkey colludes with russia but it's also like they're key in deterring russia so it's like <laughs> and there's so much they're like uh, everything's contradictory but that's the whole thing yeah Yay! so thank you for listening hope you have an amazing week um dms check out our website check our bio where you can find all our social medias please follow us um ask us if you have any questions or comments dms and thank Stay you tuned. Bye. All right, bye